Hi, welcome to Responsa Radio Kids Edition, where kids ask and we answer questions of Jewish law in modern times. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip, here with Rabbi Ethan Tucker, and we are recording this episode with a little help from Hadar's Children and Families Division, which you may know from our weekly Parsha magazine, Dvash, and our Parsha podcast, Torah Time. Find out more and subscribe at hadar.org slash kids. We're going to answer a question today that was submitted by a kid that is is a really deep question. I would say sometimes we get questions on this show which have simple yes or no answer. I can do this or I can't do this or or why do we do this? Um, and this question has a lot of layers to it. And so I'm, I'm interested to unpack them with you and to hear your thoughts. Um, and I'm grateful for the question. My name's Yara and I'm from Michigan and Ann Harbor, and I'm five. How old are you when you are alive from being dead? I'm going to let you take the first stab at what even is Triat HaMetim? What is that concept? Um, It's a phrase that may be familiar from some of our prayers in the Sidur. Tell us what is that, and then we'll get into the answer to at what age or stage of life do we return? Wow, what an amazing question. Uh, thank you, Yara, for that. And uh, yeah, let's start off, just as you said, with the idea. Triata metim, uh, bringing the dead back to life, right? That's what it means. Kind of thing we think of as like, I don't know, maybe in movies or sci-fi fantasy. Um, but it's something we talk about all the time in our prayers and our tefillot, in the Amidah, the regular prayer that we say multiple times a day. Uh, one of the brachot, one of the blessings there is Baruch Hashem HaMetim. We bless and praise God and really pray from God that the dead should be revived. So what's the idea here? I mean, the idea in a basic way, a lot of thinkers over time have kind of debated exactly what does it mean? Does it mean like your body fully comes back? Is it more like your soul is revived? Are you alive for a short time and then you die again? All kinds of debates that people had over it. But the basic idea is that the life that we live here on earth, that we see when we see people be born and then die, is not the end of the story. That on some level, after people die, there's something more that's going to happen after that, not just while they're dead, but actually they'll come back in some way. And why would you say that? If you look at how the Mishnah, the Talmud, different sources talk about it, I really think it's about feeling like there are too many things in life on earth that don't feel fair. Mm -hmm. We see too many people who die either in pain or too short, or they were such good people and they didn't get what we think they deserved. Or sometimes you see people who really don't think are very nice or they're very mean and they have like a great life with no problems. And triada metim and the commitment to triada metim is the idea that we are committed to the idea that like things should come out more fair and that maybe Hashem, God, is going to come back at a later point and bring people back to kind of finish out the story of their life that maybe was left unfinished. So 
it sounds like it can give us hope and a future even after people have died, which feels so final and and complete. It leaves a little bit of an opening, a little bit of a window. Yeah, it leaves hope. And I think it's also meant to make us live our lives in a certain way. Because if you think things are unfair and, well, I guess it doesn't really matter, you could say, so what do I need to be a good person or be kind to people? It's not going to matter anyway. And Triara team is a way of saying, we don't exactly know how, we don't exactly know when, but we think it is going to matter. And so we live our lives in a way that we want to come out as the best story they can be. What is always a strange idea to me? I always felt like, does this idea of bringing the dead back to life, it's something that's totally impossible, totally beyond nature, outside of nature, or sometimes we use this big word, supernatural. And there's a passage in the Talmud in Bavlik Tuvot that actually changed the way I think about it a little bit because they use the analogy of a person who dies and we bury them in the ground to being similar to a seed, right? When a seed, when a plant dies, the seeds fall off the plant and you bury, they get buried in the ground, then they re-sprout. They sort of come back to life. There's a second life. Not only is that not outside of nature, that's actually the very most natural thing there is. That's just a cycle of nature. Um, and this text from the Talmud thinking about, oh, is there some way in which that could be, that could we re-sprout or somehow, is a helpful frame to me. Maybe we need it to be totally unnatural, but sometimes if we need it to be natural in order to think about it, that could be a helpful image. Yeah, that's really beautiful to think of people as seeds in a different kind of way, that you have a life, but maybe there's a next stage. I really like that. You know, the question here is, so let's assume for a minute that's going to happen. Let's say that Triat HaMetim, this revival of the dead, is going to happen for people, and we're going to have people who died then coming back. So Yara's question is, well, what stage of life do we return back? Is it like, oh, great, I come back as like my nine-year-old self? Um, or is it like, oh, you died at 83, you come back at 83 and keep living? Right, or, is, or maybe the time when you had the most wisdom or the most love. There are so many options. Does our tradition offer us any answers on these? Yeah. So, of course, on some level, the simplest answer is, well, I'll see you there and we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, we can't know, but we can see, as you said, what does our tradition say or when they're imagining or thinking about this, what happens? So here's a couple things. Um, there's a really weird story in the book of Shmuel, which is one of the books in the Tanakh, in the Bible, where Shaul, who is the king of Israel at the time and is about to go into a huge war, a huge battle with the Plishtim, who are the enemies of Israel at that time. Um, he's totally panicked the night before the battle. He's terrified what's going to happen. He's worried he's going to lose. And he goes to a special necromancer, someone who is like specializes in communicating with the dead, which you're not really supposed to do. That's like totally forbidden according to the Torah. But he like goes to this woman who is like a special sorceress and he asks her to bring up the dead prophet Shmuel. Shmuel was the person who had chosen him to be the king and now he's no longer alive and Shaul wants to talk to him. It makes me think of the scenes in Harry Potter where you go speak to the portrait of the person who's 
who's not there anymore because you just need to know what that person thinks. That's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. Very good. And uh, like in the portrait in Harry Potter, where the pictures of the people are all as they were basically as old professors, uh-huh. headmasters, right, at the time. The description of what Shmuel looks like when he comes up in an image from the grave is an old man wearing a coat. And the old man wearing a coat is important, actually, for two reasons. One, he's an old man. In other words, we see that actually the image of him coming up is what he looked like when he died, right? right? Or at least when Shaul knew him last. But the coat is also important. And there's a Midrash that comments on this. You know, why, why is he wearing a coat? If you go back to the story of when Shmuel is a little kid, it says that when he was dedicated to work in the Beit HaMikdash, in the temple, by his mother, Hannah, Hannah made him a little coat that he would wear that was sort of part of his almost like service uniform. And that me'il, that coat, was something apparently that people knew Shmuel wears a coat. That's how you tell that guy. Uh He's always wearing a coat. And so when he came back, he was dressed the way people would recognize him. So the Midrash says one of the things we should assume is that the way people will come back when they are revived from the dead is in a way that people will recognize them. So the question then is, well, what if different people knew you like at different times in life? You know, sometimes you run into a grown up that like hasn't seen you in five years. And they're like, look at you. You used to be down here. and I can barely recognize you. Of course, they recognize you enough if they say that. But it's both an answer and not an answer. Right. In a way, it's like, no, you're definitely not coming back as a baby. But how do you look exactly if we want people to recognize you. And maybe that's how people knew you when you last left the earth. Yeah, or do you look different to each person? You look to each person the way that they would most remember you. Right. Maybe it's like Shmuel comes up as like a hologram, you know, in front of Shaul, how Shaul remembers him. Um, But that might be harder if you have an actual body that's being revived and it's not just an image. But that's one idea. It would seem to suggest, if you just went by that story, you would come back basically at the age that you died at and like would then continue living. He was an old man. Um, but maybe you'd be like wearing different things or have like signifying things about you that people would be able to pick you out and recognize you. Yeah, interestingly, the text that I was talking about before that says you're like a seed in the ground, that story in the Talmud tells us explicitly when you come back, you come back with your clothes on Mm -hmm. because a seed doesn't come out of the ground a seed. It comes out of the ground as a plant. And then somewhere within that plant is is the seed. Um, So there's the image, but but it has very explicit. It's like the coat. You will have your clothes on. So if that's something you're worried about, Don't worry, you'll have clothes on when you come back. I don't know if we totally answered this question again, as you said, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll, we'll meet you all at the, at the end of time in, in Triata Team when, when we've all 
gone and come back to life um, and we'll see how it plays out. See you on the other side. Thanks for the question. Do you have a halachic question you'd like answered on Kids Response Radio? Email us at halacha at hadar.org. H-A-L-A-K-H-A-H at hadar.org. You can tell us your name and age and where you're writing from, or you can ask anonymously. We'd love to hear from you. Responsa Radio is a project of the Hadar Institute. Thanks to Jeremy Tabak for producing this podcast and to Evan Feist for editing this episode. 